Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm super excited to have my co-author of the Mirror Book Project, Maria Spears, with us here this afternoon. Maria, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be able to allow our listeners to get to experience Maria Spears as I get to on a regular basis. So I'm super, super excited to have you with us. Um, Maria has, for our listeners, is someone that came into my life first in about August of 2019, and then we reconnected, I think, in January of 2020, and that's really when we started to get to know each other, and the idea of beginning to collaborate on the Mirror Book came about, yeah. so that's been a very, very special period of my life ever since that has occurred. So Maria, if you will, just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, where you come from, yeah. what's going on in your life, and so they get to know you a little bit. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to be here and just get to share what we have going on because this has been an ongoing project for a while now, and as we get closer to getting it ready to get out to the world, it's um, it's just such a joy. So and it's a joy to get to collaborate with you on this. But yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, that's always such a funny question when someone's like, tell me about you. Well, I was born. <laughs> Where do you start? Um, but in all seriousness, I grew up in Kentucky and uh, lived in actually Nashville for a long time. So in many ways, I consider Nashville home. And um, I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I have a background in health and fitness, nutrition, I uh, worked in that industry for a long time, as well as um, I'm a musician. I've traveled the world playing uh, with a lot of different bands and a lot of different genres. And I currently now do coaching pretty full-time, as well as I have a podcast. Um, and I do some speaking and singing also uh, with the band and women's ministry called His Own. So those are kind of the things that I'm more entrenched in at this moment. Yes, and uh, you're you're being modest, but uh, for everybody who hasn't had a chance to meet Maria Spears in person or get a chance to hear hear her on her podcast, "Girl Water Your Grass," with her uh, friend and co-host MK, Maria is a very very special lady. Uh, really changed the trajectory of my life uh, when we began the collaboration of working together on the Mirror Book Project, and then brought me into the opportunity to become a strategist with a man school. Yeah. So um, I'm so grateful for that and uh, everything that you've done that has uh, brought about some really neat opportunities mm -hmm. in my life. So let me talk a little bit about the background of the Mirror Book, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you came to get involved with that and the significance of it to you in, in your life now. So the genesis of the Mirror Book came about when I was finishing up a significant transformation and turning around a business in the local community that had been failing for many years. And as a result of that, I was learning a lot as a leader, and it took like everything I knew to that point in my life to be able to be effective in helping to bring that organizational change about. And at the same time, I was going through tremendous personal changes and challenges in my life, and I wanted to kind of document what I was learning. So that was kind of sitting on the back burner. I had a co-author initially. We started, but she could just never really get into the writing process. And then you came into my life. So we, I was starting to get to know you, trying to figure out what you were doing with a woman's school, how I could connect 
you with people in the community or other people I know around the country because you were fairly new to this community. And yeah. we started talking and I was just amazed at some of the thing, conversations we were able to have and the things you were thinking about, things that you were learning and sharing with other people. So then I asked you a question, if you'd be interested in getting started, help me with this project. And you kind of kept me hanging for a couple of weeks, but then you came around and said, yeah. yes. And I was so <laughs> excited. So tell me yeah. about what that was like for you to make the decision and why you believe this is important. Yeah. So uh, I definitely remember that um, you were such a godsend when I moved to Wilmington because I didn't know hardly anyone. And all of us in that area who know Tim would say that he is a master connector. <laughs> he knows everybody and he's very intentional. Uh, and the people that he will introduce you to and very much a servant's heart. And so when you were sharing just about this book idea, I, as I was listening, I was saying to myself, oh, this is a lot of the things that I do with the women's school, which is where I'm a strategist and mindset coach with. And this is so much of what we focus on. And so um, I, I, I'm very much, I want my yes to be able to be a full yes. Um, you know, I think that every yes we say to something is a no to something else. And every no we say is a yes to something else. And so taking time, I, I've learned over the years, last couple of years particularly, to take a pause when someone offers an opportunity for something and to just kind of think about it, pray about it, make sure you want to give a full yes. And this this book project was, uh, was the same way, you know, and so I took just a little bit of time to really think and pray about it. Do I, is that something I want, want to spend my time on? Is that something that I think I have the capacity to at this time? Um, and my faith is very important to me. Is that something that I believe, um, you know, that is, is a good thing that the Lord has for me right now as well. And so after kind of contemplating all those different aspects, I was like, you know, I can get behind this. I've, I've had people tell me for many, many years, please write a book, write a book, write a book. And I have brushed it off and it, <laughs> it was on my list of like one of those things one day. And uh, when that, you know, when you present that, that option, I was like, all right, let's do this. Um, and, and I do believe what we're writing about is vitally, vitally important. You know, I, I work with women on this stuff every single day. So I think to be able to have something that you can get out to the masses is just a tremendous value. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you said yes to that. Yes. And, <laughs> and, you know, and I didn't know it at the time, um, how much the integration would be within the concepts we're writing about in the mirror book with the woman's school until, you recommended I get involved with the man school as one of the first man school strategists. And then I started doing the coursework and I was like, wow, this stuff just so well aligns what we're, we're writing about. And it was just like, this is so cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, they really, really do. And I think whenever you have something that is very, it's very practical for people that is life changing material, um, the more the more ways that we're getting this into people's hands and into their minds, the more that it will change people's lives and in changing lives, it changes the world. Absolutely. Well, one of the uh, initial episodes of this Reflect the Life You Want podcast, I just kind of laid out the chapters and the theme of the book. And one of them is, you know, the, the R is recognize the power to change. And I think about how much change you've been through in your personal life the last couple of years, how much change I've had going on in my life in the mm -hmm. last year and a half. Uh, and then it's really accelerated since you and I started 
collaborating on this project. You were both, for me personally, you inspired me. You were a catalyst. You encouraged me and things that I decided I want to learn more about. So I'd go deeper and study something that you would trigger an idea within me to explore more. And then, then just how we bring that together. Um, it's, it's really been fascinating to see what we've learned, what we've learned together, what we're learning individually on our own. And what I've admired the most is just to watch you go. I'm like cheering you on all the time and seeing the impact mm -hmm. you're making in other women's lives is just amazing to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So writing a book, uh, it's, it's been challenging at times, hasn't it? <laughs> so full disclosure, I do not uh, particularly enjoy writing. There's um, one of my mentors in coaching, something that she's, she's been doing this uh, where she's working on um, putting on like muscle because her doctor basically said, you need to put on some muscle mass, you're getting older, et cetera, et cetera. And something she said, so one of the things that we talk quite a bit about, and something I work with a lot of my ladies on, um, is something using a tool called the model. And it's really about how powerful our thoughts are, or how our thoughts indicate, you know, those dictate how we feel, and which dictates how we act, which in turn dictates, you know, the results in our lives. And, you know, if, if you're feeling a certain way about something that you don't like, you can absolutely work on your mindset, which will in turn shift the way you feel about something. And what's been really funny listening, listening to this coach, listening to her talk is she said, you know, she said, I could totally, she's like, I just don't like to work out. She's like, that's just the reality of it. I don't like it. I don't, you know, she's like, but the discipline is good for me. And I know it's helping me become a better version of myself. And so she said, something she said, and, and this kind of reminds me of me with this project is she said, you know, she said, I could totally sit here and do all the thought work and be intentional and I can shift my thinking, which would shift the way I feel about this, um, which is going to be more time, which is fine and getting in the practice of those habits. Or she said, I could also just suck it up and realize that, you know, some, sometimes you create these disciplines and these habits of things that you don't love and you don't have to do the work to love it as long as you're creating the habit to do it. Right. And so you can absolutely uh, create, you know, shift the way that you're feeling about something through the way, through your thoughts and make it more enjoyable or and or both. And you can can also just say, you know what, I may not love this, but it's something I believe in. I believe it's something that needs done. And I'd say for me, that has probably been more true with this book is I I can't say I'm one of those people who loves to write. Um, and but through this process with it, the discipline is so good. And I do love the result of it. So, you know, for some people, I know that's true for working out or uh, maybe eating healthy. They're like, I don't love the practice of this, but I love the result. And I think for me, definitely writing this book, <laughs> I, I can't say I love the process, but I know that I'm loving the result. Yeah. And I think people are going to love uh, what they get to read that you've written and that uh, will be will be powerful and impactful and uh i know for myself it just in the, the process you and i collaborating on this that yeah there is those times it's really challenging sometimes to get into that creative yeah. space and then make choices how vulnerable do i want to be what do i want to share not share um mm -hmm. what do i think is important for the reader to understand um and you we've we've even talked about at times like roadblocks we've created in our own minds and, you know, we kind yeah. of developed some scripts around 
that, how to reframe mm-hmm. that in our own thinking so that we could make more progress to accomplish the goal that we have for ourselves. And you've been uh, someone for me, you've helped me on a number of occasions in that, both in our writing process and as I've developed this new coaching business, is to help me to come up with new scripts in my mind to get my mind in the direction I needed to get. It, it is, nothing physical has changed. It's just, what's the thought that I'm having? Because you have become one of the clearest mirrors for me, if I relate back to the book, book um, that you can see my mind. You can help me when I'm talking about things. The, the word usage I have, you're probably the most effective person I've ever encountered at helping me to see my own mm-hmm. mind to reflect that back mm-hmm. to me and encourage me at times to think differently about something or confront me if I need to be confronted with something that's not landing on you in a way mm-hmm. that you'd want it to land. So you're highly, highly skillful. So ladies, um, mm-hmm. if you want to have an outstanding coach in the woman's school, a mindset strategy who's highly, highly effective, I've seen radical transformation in the women's lives as a result of the coaching by Miss Maria Spears. And I aspire to be as good as you are at what you do. Um, so it's just been fascinating to watch your growth and development and just how you're impacting so many different women's lives. Mm, thank you. It's, you know, I think in this business, the more that you have good mentors to learn from, you know, the more that you start to shine because you're just, it's, I like to think of myself as just a perpetual student, you know, is how can I learn and how can I implement? And, and I know that you're very much the same way. You know, I've met so many of the men that you had started working with and taking through the great man's legacy. And just, it, it's awesome to hear the results of happening in their life, you know, as a result of working with you. Um, this work is just indispensable. You know, it's absolutely indispensable. Well, it, incredible honor that you thought well enough of me both to recommend me become a strategist for the man school and then even some of the people that you know that you've referred my direction to entrust me in there into my care it's kind of twofold one it's to be able to help those men grow but it's also mm-hmm. you know they're people of significance in your life so there's like that added almost responsibility of okay this is important for this man that they grow into be coming the best possible version of himself to achieve the dreams they have, but also it affects you, your friendship affects our friendship and our collaboration. So it's just a high, high honor to have that privilege and responsibility to help men through the great man's legacy of the man school. Yeah. It's a fun, it's fun work, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. So we've had on as guests on the reflect your life. You want podcast, some, some ladies that I introduced you to here in the Wilmington area that you've had huge impact on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison Smith with 210 Home uh, Mortgage was a guest recently. Jenna Curry with Port City Young Professionals and Digital Remedy yeah. Media. I mean, you, in the short period of time that you were living here in Wilmington and interacting and networking, you had huge impact on their lives. Mm, thank you. Well, I can definitely say the same about every one of them. I, th- I think a lot of the women, um, one thing I, I feel very blessed was just the incredible women that, and most of them came through introductions, you know, of women you knew who were just, just high level women. I, I'm really big on who are you surrounding yourself with, you know, because we in many ways will rise or fall, number one, based off of what we believe about who we are, but also the people that we're spending time with, you know, it, 
you're spending with time with people who are uh, negative all the time and just not working on being their best self, you will start to fall into that space. And I feel just so grateful that so many of those women, I mean, I've been just as touched by, you know, and, and required in many ways to level up just through, you know, through networking with them, through grabbing lunch with them, through some of our, uh, we had a really cool women's networking group there and every one of those interactions. The wow group. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's that, I remember the first time I saw a, a picture of there were eight of you. Yes. And I was thinking, wow, that is a powerful group of ladies. But then I was also realizing I connected four of those eight ladies. So yeah. that was like so super, super cool to see that come yeah. about. King connector. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one thing I like to talk about on each podcast episode is what is it that you're working on right now to reflect the life that you want for yourself? Hmm. You know, I think um, if I, when I think about our acrostic for it, in, in some capacity, every one of those are things that I work on every day because I do believe that each of those are, are important tools, you know, recognizing that you have the power to change your life. So that ties in with having hope. You know, that, that I 100% I believe that, yes, our lives can change. You know, we know that they can because also we know that our brain can change, right? Because neuroplasticity and there's so many aspects of this. And so uh, the gratitude piece, you know, if it, anyone who has had probably much contact with me knows how big I am on gratitude. I, I just think the more grateful we are, the more that we'll see things to be grateful in our lives. And that will show over and over again. So I would say... I mean, really, there's not a single one that I'm not working intentionally on, at least to a small capacity daily. Um, probably right now, uh, one thing that I've really been working on is, is that idea of like energize your thoughts toward what you intend to be. Because I, again, if you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. And so getting that uh, clarity and imagining and the vision boarding and thinking, okay, where, where am I going? You know, what will that be like? And that's just such a powerful exercise. So I'd say right now, that's probably one of the big ones I've been really focusing on. I don't know if you'd want to go there right now, but I think about the story of how your baby grand came into your life. Oh. <laughs> so for, for those who haven't heard any of Maria's uh, amazing pianist, she's actually a good, really good guitar player too, which is my primary instrument. She's better than me. It's her secondary but amazing pianist uh, and singer with uh, the women's band and ministry, his own. But yeah, you would describe it as a miracle that the things that came about to enable that. Yeah, it, it really was. So I, um, I have wanted a baby grand piano since I was six or seven years old. Uh, I've, I've been playing music my whole life. So from the time I was little, I used to take a tape recorder to mass. I would record the songs and I'd come home and on our, big upright piano i would take my two little fingers <laughs> and try to play what i heard and i i always wanted a grand my whole life and it was one of those things that i always said one day i'm gonna have a baby grand and when i was looking at a house in charlotte i remember i walked in the back door of, of it and the room there and i in my mind i just i was like I'm, this is where I'm going to move to. I'm going to have a baby grand in this room. Mm -hmm. It was just immediate. Like, I'm just, this is like, I saw it. I knew it. Um, and 
you know, and it was something, again, I thought about a lot. I prayed about a lot. Um, wasn't, wasn't sure how I was going to get it uh, just because they're not exactly inexpensive instruments necessarily. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but, um, it, it was, it was funny too, because it was, I think, a good lesson for me also. Sometimes when we have a dream, we, we want to ask how. And a lot of times if we ask how, that has a tendency to shut us down. Right. So getting clear, though, on what you want is so important. And so I would, every day I was like, all right, Lord, you know, how am I going to get this? I really want this baby grand. What are we going to do? What are we going to do to work on this? <laughs> and, and I hadn't really at that point, honestly, come up with a big game plan yet. I but I, what I did start doing was I started looking on Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and, um, uh, I forget what the app is, but one of the offer up one of the apps to just look for baby grands. Cause sometimes you can get them for some pretty good prices when people are just moving or selling theirs, they want to get rid of it. So I started looking and um, I, one of the things that was so beautiful with us was I, I, so I found this one and it was th this kind I was looking for the right size, all the things. Cause I didn't want a big one. I was like, I just want a baby grand. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't need a nine footer. We're good without that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and so this one, and I messaged the people, uh, but it was still a little bit more than I wanted to spend. And I was like, Hmm. I'm going to wait on it, but I'm going to go message and see if they would, you know, maybe I can at least go and just try it. So I messaged them and they said, oh, well, it's actually in storage, which, I mean, it looked like they had it in storage because they had pictures of it in storage. So it was, you know, wrapped up safely and, and it looked like it was in good condition, but without playing, I'm also pretty picky. Like I know what I want. And so I... I knew what I wanted it to sound like. I knew what I wanted it to feel like. Um, all that stuff was very important to me as a pianist. So I um, messaged them again, asking if they would take less than what they were offering. And they said no. I said, okay. So I just I waited. And I'd check it every day and see. Because sometimes if things stay on there long enough, people start to ring the price down. And so I kept, kept waiting. I was like, okay, Lord. And, um, and so as, as it went on, it kept the, they, they started taking the price down and started going down, down. And finally it was like, oh, okay, I would do that. But I saw the price dropped and I didn't see the notification on that until way late that night. So I decided, okay, I'm going to message them in the morning and, you know, we'll see, see what happens from there. So the next morning I wake up and I go to the app and the whole listing is gone and i'm so disappointed because i was so convinced that was my baby grant <laughs> i was like lord i totally thought that was my baby grant um but but then it was it was a really good moment to recalibrate because sometimes i think we um i think there's a difference between abundant mindset and scarcity mindset. And when we are in an abundance mindset, our hands are open, right? So we're stepping towards a goal, but like there's so much space for the best rather than just like, no, it has to be this way. Because many times we actually limit the beautiful things that God has for us and the beautiful things that even though we want, we have this idea, it has to be this. When the reality is, you know, the full picture of it is so much more beautiful than anything we could ever imagine. And mm -hmm. so, uh, so I had a moment of just, this okay Maria, you can be frustrated because you're kind of grasping at that or you can actually open your hands and say you know what if that one was not the one for you 
then there's one that's even better. That's going to be even more, you know, where you're going to get to play it instead of it being in storage beforehand. You're going to get to, you know, hear what it sounds like, all of those things. So I was like, all right, Lord, we're going to trust. We're going to step back into this. And, and I would sometimes, it sounds so funny, but I, I would sometimes go sit in that room and I would just imagine myself in there playing my baby grand. <laughs> and um, so a friend of mine, um, and just a little backstory, I guess, to explain, um, I am Catholic and, and as Catholics, we have what's called a devotion to saints. And it just means we ask for them to pray for us, just like I would ask for you to pray for me. And um, a friend of mine, she has a big devotion to Joseph, who is the foster father of Jesus. And she's like, she's like, you got to ask him to pray for you on this. She's like, he, there's like little miracles that just asking for his his, his um, intercession is really powerful. So I um, so I found another piano on another app, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but it was several thousand dollars more than I wanted to spend at that moment. I was like, oh, I don't know that that's super prudent right now. I just moved and there's a lot of moving expenses. And um, but I was like, you know what? I need to just go. I need to touch the dream. Right. And again, I'm a huge believer in that. If you know what the dream is, get you know, if, if the dream is maybe a certain kind of car, get out there and drive the car, you know, test drive. Um, go look at pictures of that dream. Right. Go, go experience it. And so I messaged the guy and said, hey, can I come and, and check out your piano? You know, I'm interested in it. I said, yeah. So I went out there and got to um, play it and see it. Touch. And it was, I was, it was just what I was looking for. And I was like, oh, it's still more than I wanted to spend. So I, I went on and ended up talking. Um, the guy, he was selling it. He and his wife were unfortunately getting a divorce and they were selling the house and he had to sell the piano. And so that part made me sad for him. But the uh, he was a musician. And so we had just a good conversation around musicianship. And and then I left. And But I did tell him, I said, you know, I've been looking at a couple other pianos, but they're a little bit more his price range. But, you know, if I decide, I'll, I'll let you know. So I went back home. Um, I have a couple girls who we, um, we just, we have something called our MDMM, which is just our million dollar mastermind. We just help to level each other up. And I was talking with them when it was like, girl, you know, ask very specifically, like, you know, say, Joe, intercede for this time, you know, have I want this much money in my account, you know, by this time tomorrow. So what happened was the guy sends me a text that night and he said, Hey, if you can come get this piano by the end of the week, then I'll match the price of the one that you mentioned when you were here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll let you know by noon tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> because I still was thinking, oh gosh, is that prudent right now? You know, and um, so anyway, so I was like, all right, Lord, noon tomorrow, you know, this much money in my account, this is the one you have for me, game on, let's do this, you know? And the next morning, a gal who had um, been interesting doing some coaching with me reached out and she said, hey, she said, if I don't want to do, um, if I don't want to do like fi a financing fee or, um, or a card processing fee, can I just pay you directly? Is there a way to do that? And I said, yeah, I can do Venmo or PayPal. So she said, okay. And then that was it. And I was like, okay, we'll see, you know, see what happens. And at 11.08, I hear that little jingle jingle. And there's this money in my account. 
Um, and it was $78 short of payment for both how much the piano was and the professional moving cost because I had also figured you have to get it professionally moved. Like, oh man, okay, but this is close enough. Like, this, <laughs> this is close enough. Well, then I had actually ended up talking with um, my mom and then also one of my sisters in laws recently and about the uh, the piano. And long story short, with with that, her and my brother and my mom, they um, basically decided they had messaged me later and were like, check your Venmo. And they had actually put in $78. And what was so incredible was, so I Venmoed the guy for the, my piano and then the movers are bringing my piano in and, you know, they get set up. And, and at this point I am just, I'm like in tears. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking, okay, I'll, you know, move the rest of that money to my account and I'll, I'm sure they pay by you know, probably credit card or whatever. And so they get it set up and I said, okay, do you guys do card or check or what do you, you know? And they said, oh, you can just do Venmo. And so it literally went from like this person through the account to the people just like pass right through. And that whole day I was in tears and it was a really interesting um, experience because so my music teacher, who I had been very close with, um, who has just played a huge role for me and in my life, um, he was murdered quite a few years back. And when that happened, I, I sort of felt like um, it was almost like a part of my musicianship seemed to like shut off. Like I, I wasn't writing how I normally was. I stopped playing the way that I usually would. And what ended up um, being really beautiful was it. So the guys, they, you know, brought in my piano and what was really cool was at the end there, you know, I'm expecting to pay them with my card or check or whatever. And they're like, um, I, and they're like, no, actually you can just pay us by Venmo. And what was so cool for me with that was it literally went from, you know, this, it, it was, it was almost like my Venmo account was just this like catalyst space where it went from here to there and you know, the exact amount. It, and so it, um, it was just, it was such a lesson to me, the importance of praying with expectant faith, of believing, of visualizing, energizing that, you know, with your thought, just all of those different things, it matters, you know, yeah. it really, really does. And so, yeah, that was my miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it truly is. I remember when you first shared the story with me that it truly is the embodiment of energizing your thoughts towards mm -hmm. something that you intend to be in the whole story, not just not yeah. just the piano itself, but everything that led up to that and where yeah. you're at right now in your life. But then also just your tremendous faith and just believing. And, and, and we've talked a lot about before mm -hmm. um, just your expectancy towards miracles and how God has blessed you in your life. And then just, you know, how you share that with other people. And it's just a mm -hmm. huge, you just have a powerful testimony mm -hmm. of who you are, how you show up, and how you reflect your light out into the world. So it's, I think it's amazing impact, amazing contribution to so many women and so many other people that you've touched their lives. So I'm just going to kind of bring this to an end and ask you a couple last questions. So if there's any one thing that you could share right now with our listeners, whether it be women or men is, you know, what is it that you would encourage them to focus on in order to reflect the life that they want? Mm. You know, I, I think that kind of depends on where they're at, but I would say pick one of those, uh, you know, sentences around the, uh, like on the acrostic, right? So 
whether it is dive into the hope of recognizing you have the power to change your life, whether it's each day reflect on the, you know, what you're grateful for, um, that feel now what you imagine will be, energize your thoughts, clarify your inner circle, you know, thoughts are key. With, w- pick one of those and just focus on that, you know, so whichever it is, go all on, all in. All in. Yeah, absolutely. So I agree wholeheartedly. And, um, so how, if people want to learn more about Maria Spears, they want to learn more about how to get in touch with you about being coached through the art of being a woman in the woman's school, or they want to learn how to book his own, or, you know, what is the best way for people to connect with you and your coaching business and your music ministry? Yeah. So a couple ways. Um, they can, well, they can find our podcast. They can go to girlwateryourgrass.com, which um, they, we have a newsletter that we send out monthly on that. You can, I'm all over social media. So you just Maria Spears, uh, my Instagram handle is at Maria Spears. I'm on LinkedIn. You can message me there as well. Um, you can also go to behisown.com, which is our, my speaking music um, website and currently working on the coaching website, uh, but you can also go to thewomenschool.org and I think it says meet the team and you can scroll down and find my name and uh, send a message from there. Well, it's been just a tremendous honor to have you on the podcast with me today, my collaborator, my friend, uh, in, in just this whole experience we've had together to develop this content of this book that uh, it's just been a huge blessing to me in my life. One of the letters you didn't mention in the acrostic is the letter L to love yourself and yes. let others know you love them. So I love you dearly as a friend, my collaborator. Uh, you've had huge impact on my life. And I just encourage all of our listeners to reach out to learn more about Maria Spears, her coaching business, uh, listen to her podcast. It's, it's geared towards women, but I can tell you as a guy, I get a tremendous amount of value listening to you and MK every Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I look forward to hearing your new podcast drop. And then your music is just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. You and Chris and Kara with uh, his own. So just been a tremendous pleasure to have you with us here. So for now, I'm going to say farewell. Look forward to seeing you, Sue, and to our listeners. Just go out there and reflect the life you want and go out there and live a life of greatness. So thank you for being with us, Maria. Thank you so much.